Hey everybody, and welcome to the Crypto Masters Podcast, helping the general public master an understanding of crypto assets. My name is Brian. And my name is Ross. And we are the, the Crypto, crypto Masters. Masters. focusing on a particular coin or token we're going to discuss the category of metaverse projects we're going to pick a few of the bigger ones and just talk about them yeah what i do like you think, it ross i like it i like it brian and let me quickly rain on your parade we can't we can't get started uh before i remind everyone that we are not financial advisors and this is not financial advice good good point. continue all right <laughs> continue well, I so let's jump into it because we know how big the metaverse is right now, um, and we've chose some of the top projects in the in the crypto metaverse area, and we're going to give some info about each of them. We're going to talk about them. We're going to tell you about our experiences and kind of you know let you compare them. Yeah, for sure, Brian. I mean, the metaverse is so hot right now. You know, with the uh, metas, so hot right now, so hot right now, Brian. <laughs> I mean, there's been so many things that are hot right now, but right now, Brian, it's the metaverse. I mean, because of Facebook's or should I say Meta's announcement yeah. uh, about being a metaverse uh, company now, of course, um, we're not interested in the centralized project uh, controlled by a big tech titan, Boo. you know, so we wanted to look at some of the more decentralized competitors. Yeah. So we chose four, um, but of course there are many more, Brian, right. but these are the four ones we're mainly looking at right now. Yeah, so. kind of three, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. So, All right, so let's get started. So the first one on our list is the largest by market cap of its token. It, it, depending on how you define metaverse, I, I, I don't know, Axie Infinity may be bigger, but anyway. Yeah, that one's not included, but yeah. No, yeah. We, we didn't talk about it today. We'll probably talk about it another time. But anyway, yeah. we're going to talk, first one on our list is the Central Land, and its token is called MANA. And I'm just going to quickly mention that Grayscale has a Decentraland trust, so you can actually buy this on the stock market. Oh, I um, got a fanboy over here at Grayscale. Yeah, I, I own. <laughs> yeah, I get some Grayscale. Well, no, it's stuff. it's nice. It's a way for me for to sure. invest in yeah. crypto in, in my retirement yeah. account. Um, anyway, our focus today is not so much on the tokens, like usual, on the crypto masters, but we're going to focus more on the experience aspects of these projects. And you know, long term, that's what's going to be important. I think so. Let's take a look at that. So for our podcast listeners, who we love, um, we're going to show yeah, some sure. stills or some video clips behind us for our video, for our YouTube channel, but we're going to describe it so that the video is not necessary. We're going to tell you how you can go check it out yourself. So podcast listeners, stay with it. You're not missing anything. Exactly. All right, Ross, let's jump into Decentraland. Let's jump in. Let's jump in, Brian. So Decentraland, it's, a, of course, a 3D virtual world. If you're not familiar with the metaverse, I mean... If I had to describe it to the kind of retail investor, if you ever played Grand Theft Auto, it's very similar to that. It's an RPG style game, typically speaking, um, that you can kind of re free roam in a virtual world. But uh, th and that's very similar to Decentraland. I didn't um, know you could free roam in. Uh grand theft auto i thought there was oh, always yeah. some objective you were going no there's kind of like some side quests that you can do but oh, okay. i mean what we would do is try to you know as as our gamer friends would get to collaborate and together we would just okay run for the cops and when you die change controller you know oh. but we would kind of free roam and not really do all much. right well then that is a good um comparison. but yeah that's kind of like decentraland not 
I mean, it doesn't look anything like Grand Theft Auto, but that's kind of what you can do in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, Decentraland was founded in 2015 and launched in 2017 to an ICO, and then it was open to to the public in 2020. Um, it's got some big time investors. I mean, some of the applications. I mean, one thing I was very excited about back in October of 2021, it was the first of its kind. It had a a music festival. It was a four-day event. I did not get tickets, unfortunately, but I did buy a lot of mana around that time and kind of cashed oh, in on that. You were going to buy a ticket or something, weren't you? I tried, but oh. I was too late. I found oh. out about right, it too gotcha. late. Uh, but it, you know, it had some big name artists like Dead Mouse in it, so it was very cool. I wish I could have attended. Um, let's see, it's got a lot of activity on its GitHub account. That that's something you really want to see on a project like this. I mean, if you logged into your, or if, if you open their GitHub, I mean, it's got you know, hours, hours ago was it, was its recent update. So kind of a key thing when you want to research any kind of crypto project or open source project there, it's constantly being maintained and updated, Mm, but, um, getting that business stuff out of the way. So you can explore on a VR headset, um, which, you know, early stages of project like this, that's not always enabled, but that is something that's very cool. And let me just say, guys, take note of this. It is so easy to get on Decentraland. I mean, you can just open up your browser, any computer, log right in yeah. as a guest and explore. I mean, we you did can, that today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Logged in real quick um, and, you know, create an avatar on the fly, jump around, explore some. Check it out. Yeah, check it like out. That. Roam around and see what it's there. Yeah, it's it's just so easy to get on. But um, just to mention, if you really want to have the the benefits of getting on the Decentraland, the meta, their metaverse, you know, you should have a wallet connected. A lot of people do it, do a MetaMask, if that's not my favorite wallet. But you could get on quickly, buy some mana, and you know, start you know exploring some virtual art galleries and buying stuff. You know. So yeah, or I think you can play you can play a game or something, but some might involve a small fee of mana. Of course, yes, you Brian. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, wallet, there's some right? kind of like side quests. So yeah, you really want to get some mana on like some kind of wallet um, to get on and really experience it. I'm okay with a mana mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, let me quickly mention the the Centraland team. You know, as I said, it was created back in 2015. Uh, Ari Melik and Esteban Ordano are the kind of the ma- two co-founders. Um, they're currently tech and project leads there um big names in in the crypto space and in tech they've got a long track record of being in projects like this um let me quickly mention the tokenomics and i think we've mentioned the mana token already but it's erc20 token on the ethereum blockchain there is a max supply of 2.6 billion ish and totally or total now there's been 1.3 billion release that's about about half 50 percent release right now um the token sale i kind of quickly mentioned this uh 40 percent went to crowd sale uh 22 community and partners 22 team and 22 the foundation so that's kind of i'd say that's kind of a bit of a track for what we've seen 20 percent going to the team yep um and where to buy it? I mean, you can get this thing pretty easily. It's on Coinbase, eToro, Binance, stuff like that. And of course, in in decentralized uh, metaverse projects, you can buy land, people. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. And there's total in Decentraland 90,601 parcels of land that you could buy. Of course, there's certain allocated for like public space that you can't touch. But sure, yeah. these things are, I mean, you could go on uh, Decentraland Marketplace and buy it with mana. It's, it's, it's just an NFT. And this really shows the true application of NFTs uh, when you get into parcels of land like this. And, and, and distinguishes it from your... 
you know, your favorite uh, Sony game or, you know what I mean, PlayStation game, you can't buy land on those. Things. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't go into Grand Theft Auto and buy that skyscraper and go. rent it out or something like that. I think that. you can buy a few hoes, though, right? <laughs> from what I <laughs> well, we won't get into right, that, okay. but yes, you Sorry. can. <laughs> I saw a little bit uh, of this. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, but you can get on their marketplace on OpenSea and buy them. Um, and, of course, you know, they've got other NFTs. Like, you can buy costumes for your character. Oh, yeah. Kind of like um, Fortnite or something like that. Yes. Um, but, yeah, that's a did, – did I leave anything out there, Brian? Or is that, that um, pretty good? No, I, you good. know, I just – you know, like, I uh, got on it recently in, in preparation for this. And I was pretty impressed. You know, there's there's art galleries. You can just go in and yep. wander around. You Go to art galleries. Um, you, if you see somebody there and they want to talk, you can kind of go to them. And you can kind of have a little chat with them. Or I guess if you have the headsets, you could talk to them. Yeah, it's it's super cool. And um, it's easy the, to get on. Yeah, the one I saw, there was like a casino where, you know, you could place real bets. That's, again, something you can't do in these in these game, in the in the Sony games or the whatever. Um, it, it, it looked, is this correct? It looks a little bit to me to have a Minecraft look to it. Do you think so? Or yeah. I, I'd say, uh, if you want to say it, a more polished Minecraft or more yes. rounded, it's got a little more detail. Yeah, no, Minecraft, I, I sure. guess maybe uh -huh. I'm thinking of, uh, sandbox. sandbox yeah. Sandbox more, is okay. definitely more Minecraft. Let's strike that. Yeah. This looked more like, you know, more, more humanish, and I thought the buildings looked really good. Oh yeah. Um, anyways. I, yeah. yeah, it's more decentralized, so it's you know it's still it's kind of laggy when you go into certain areas, but it yes. being decentralized, I'm totally fine with that that lag going on there. All right, are we ready to go to Project Two? Project Two, Brian, what you got for us? Is Project that... Two is Star Atlas. Ooh, and okay. this is a uh, you know big time metaverse game. This one is on the Solana blockchain, so you'll okay. need a you'll need a Solana wallet. Um. And it is space-based. Ooh. And I, I got to be honest. Star Trek-esque, yes. you'd say? Okay. Yes, okay, I would I like say it. Star Trek-esque or even more futuristic. I don't... When does Star Trek place take place? Starlog, blah, blah, blah. He said the date. I don't remember. Oh, man. Some people are going to yeah. burn oh, us Oh, everybody. A lot of out there are going to know <laughs> yeah, it. Put it in the comments. We deserve yeah. it. Blast us and yep. tell us when Star Trek took place. Uh, on... Um, Star Atlas, it takes place in the year 2620. Okay. So, yeah, quite some time in the future. Very cool. And there are three factions, you know, that are competing for resources. And you have to choose your faction um, that you want to be in. One is called the Mud Territory, and that's humans. Two Ooh, is, the, <laughs> is the Ooster Sector, and that's aliens. It's kind of a, a combination of all different aliens come, okay. come together. And the third one is called the Oni region. That's O-N-I, and that's robots. Okay. So, Very nice. and there's differences. There's backgrounds and, and strengths and weaknesses. And so you can read kind of those backstories and then decide what faction you want to choose. But your choice is permanent. Okay. Kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, I've heard of people getting, you can get multiple wallets if you want to try out. Oh, of course. Ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Um, so this is very more focused, whereas Decentraland is kind of free, you know, you just create yeah. an avatar and kind of roam around. And, and, and this is all space-based. Okay. And w which is pretty cool if that's your thing, you know? Um, yeah. Very cool if that's your thing. It's really cinema quality is what they call it. And if you've seen the, uh, the trailers and things they released, you know, it really is. Um, yeah. The, the website, it's, yeah. it's stunning. It is stunning. Yes. 
<laughs> so I, I think like in Decentraland, all of the assets are NFTs that are owned by the player. I mean, this is the big benefit for um, the crypto aspect, the decentralized aspect. You own the things you buy. You know, they have for the sure. video games where you buy, you know, the skins and stuff, but you don't own them. <laughs> you yeah. can't take them with you. In, yeah. in this case, you do own them, and you can take them with you, and you can resell them on OpenSea or somewhere if you want. So, and at least I'll quickly say the allure to me in you know metaverse aspect of buying NFTs, it's like there's only a certain amount in most cases. You know, right. I, I know well, for I land, I, yeah, it, especially land, but as, like a costume, I know it's one of 185 okay. or something like that. That's pretty cool. So that's no, cool. I didn't really know yeah. that. All right, so so in here's another int very interesting aspect I think of, of Star Atlas is there's some zones, there are different zones. So it's like the further you go out into space, um, it gets different. So some zones there's combat is allowed, but uh, but if you if you lose your your assets are respawned. But okay. if you venture into deep space, you can get greater rewards. Like there, you you know, like I'm I'm assuming and kind of. I believe there's like mining that you can do. And so if you're in deep space and you're the first one there, boom, you're getting some easy pickings. Uh -huh. But if you if there's combats allowed and you lose, it's a permanent loss of assets. I think you always respawn. You know, the, the person or your character, you know, your avatar will respawn, but you can lose all your stuff. Okay, kind of like space. Ready Player One in a, in a yes, sense. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a choice. You know, if I, I don't want to lose my stuff, then don't go into deep space. Yeah. But hey, there's some stuff I want in deep space. Well, you're taking a chance. So that that is very cool. You gotta love it. This this yeah. sounds so cool. So there's two tokens in um in this in this game, in this metaverse. Uh one is called Atlas, and that's your game currency. Uh it has inflation, it has burning. There's a total of twenty six I'm sorry, thirty six billion. Okay. There was private token sales of twenty two point five percent and team of five percent. Rewards are reserved for 65% over a period of eight years. So not too much at all, really, to the on the, on the team side. Um, and they're saving a lot of the rewards for the future, you know, which is good. The other one, the other token is called POLIS, P-O-L-I-S, and it's the DAO governance token. Okay. And there's only 360 million of them, so that's 1% as many as the Atlas. So they did the same breakdown on the distribution, but here there's 30% to the team. Okay. And the justification for that is, well, everything is kind of centralized at first until we get it going, which is true. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean they had to give 30% to the team, but anyways, yeah. um, you know, do that. To me, that's a factor. You know me, I get bogged down on tokenomics. Yeah. Well, Probably I guess, too much. You know, if it's going to be a governance token at this early stage in the game, you kind of want the team voting on it. So you I can do. see it in this instance. Right. You know? But you could just yeah. put off voting, you know, for a while. Oh, I, I, I don't know. There's yeah, other ways you could do it. Yeah. But, but anyways, um, you know, that's an individual choice. I, I, I personally think I get bogged down on tokenomics a little too much, but that's fine. <laughs> no, no, I, I like that, Brian. I like and that. And just you. like, um, so, so like you said on, on Decentraland, you can also use the VR headsets on this, which is, you know, okay. very cool. You want to be immersed in it. That's uh, a key feature, I got to say, for any metaverse project. Right. So here's kind of the downside or the thing you really need to know. Um, it's, we're early, it's very early in this project. You can even like, I think now you can even buy spaceships, but you can't do anything with them. Okay. Um, and they're somewhat expensive in real dollars. I mean, I saw a range of like 
you know, $20, which was probably if you're buying the first spaceship, you know, up to yeah. thousands of dollars. Okay. Um, so I did see that uh, we're doing this podcast. I mean, you don't mind if we date. It's November of November 21 of uh, 2021. Mm -hmm. um, they've announced that the mini game, they're calling it a mini game, is coming out in uh, December. Okay. So I think then maybe you'll get to use your spaceships for the first time and, and do some pretty basic things. You know, I watched some videos on this and it looked like, oh, this is pretty basic, but hey, it's a start. Yeah. Um, the second phase, then the VR is going to be activated and then you can interact with others and then there's going to be the full launch. So one thing to know about this, it has not launched. It is not like you, it's not like as far as the central land, you can't get on there and play around, um, yeah. as of today. So yeah, bear that in mind. All right. Take us to the third one, Ross, the sandbox. Okay. Sandbox. Okay. Big, big, uh, bit boy backing here. I'll just say before I start, but sandbox overview, another decentralized 3d virtual world. Um, of course, more blocky than the central land. We kind of talked about got it yeah. more my, uh, Minecraft feel, um, definitely from the, you know, obviously this one didn't launched yet. If you've kind of done some research before, but from, from some of the screenshots, it definitely looks like a Minecraft type yes, world. It did to me, yeah. um, this was created back in August, 2018. It's currently running centrally on uh, pixel owl servers. And that's kind of the parent company. It's kind of a game development company. And I'll get into that a little more in a second, but even though it's running centrally on these, you know, on these servers, uh, there's, you know, they say there's no centralized control over trading of goods. So users own land on sandbox and can kind of trade, um, of course, various items. Like now you can buy like characters on their marketplace in preparation for the full launch. Um, so yeah, quickly mentioning the sandbox team, we've got Arthur Madrid. He's also the CEO of pixel owl, you know, that mobile games company that launched sandbox. And then you've got Sebastian Borier is the COO and, He's the president of Blockchain Game Alliance, and he's got tons of game development experience. I think he's got ten, no, eight years of game development experience helping, and he's helping startups as well. So, you know, obviously, kind of, usually the projects we cover have good teams and good backing yeah. behind them. So, yeah, I think all nothing, do, yeah. absolutely nothing alarming here with the team. Uh, Sandbox Partners. Now we've got some big ones for Sandbox. I kind of. Uh, don't want to brush over these. We've got The Walking Dead has some uh, big plots of land in there. Snoop Dogg is in the sandbox. Care Bears are partnering. Yeah. I know I had to make that for Brian. Uh, Atari, I love to see Atari kind of yeah. making a, hopefully Old making school. a little comeback, you know. Old school. Uh, Dead Mouse is in there. Uh, Smurf, among others. I mean, you can, I'll link this all in the description, but it's cool to browse their parcels of land and see who's owning them and stuff. Um, so yeah, quickly mention the to tokenomics of Sandbox, uh, or you know, their Sand token. It's ERC twenty token. There's three billion tokens out now, and or sorry, three billion tokens total. Total, and then about eight hundred ninety-two million out in circulation. So that's about thirty percent in circulation. And then of course, talking about the parcels of land, and the you know they're called lands in Sandbox. Uh, there's a total supply. Of 166 parcels. 166,000. I cannot read these numbers today, Brian. Thank you. 166,000 parcels out now. Um, and they've, of course, it's kind of like the Central Land. They got some reserve. 50%, 15%, man, total are allocated to uh, form reserve. And these are for partners, creators, 
and as you know rewards for active gamers and then 10 percent will be owned by the team and these are of course held uh for events and community stuff and promotions held by the team um so yeah that's kind of about the parcels um again this this project isn't live yet it's kind of on uh, I don't even think it's on alpha yet, but it's on a closed release right now, and they're hoping to kind of slowly release yeah. it down the road. Um, where to buy this when you can get it ev- on a lot of exchanges. It's not on Coinbase yet, but surprisingly on Gemini, which mm. I, I I typically see the opposite. You know, it's on yeah. Coinbase and then Gemini because yeah. those Winklevi twin, you know, the Winklevi are very uh, selective about what they put on there. Um and then just just to quickly mention, I don't know if we've mentioned this, but how much parcels of land are going for on projects like this. But uh, you can get this on OpenSea, and they say the floor is about one ETH. But when you click on these parcels, Brian, I mean the top bids are at like I didn't see one under about four ETH. Ooh, I mean they're ouch. they're I mean it's almost like land in the real world right now. Wow, and yeah. you know there's some that are going for much much more, of course. Wow. Like and of course there it depends on the where the parcels are in all these games. Like if you're near a community center or, you know, let's say next to Snoop. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, you know, depend on where they are, like near Snoop Dogg's plot. I mean, that's a hot ticket right now is to be next (laughs) to Snoop Dogg and stuff. Might get some smells coming from there. Oh, might. Yeah. Yeah. might be a little, uh, greenery smells going Uh, on from Snoop. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think that's a good, good synopsis of uh, sandbox there. I wanted to add a couple things um, yeah. on, on the sandbox. Um, it's got, I, I think you said, like a ton of investments, like uh, venture capital investors. SoftBank invested recently $93 million. Um, and yeah. it's owned by, a fun fact here, Russ, it started as a mobile game in 2011. Uh-huh. Did, all right. I just wanted, didn't know if you knew that. And uh, <laughs> it's owned, like, owned by Animoca, which is a video game company, mm-hmm. but it has the Sandbox as its uh, subsidiary. So I, I, I don't know. That, that, those just trigger some, some red flags to look further into, is this thing, how centralized is this? But um, maybe maybe I'll talk more about that on Final Fantasy. No, I'll, I'll say briefly, it, it feels more like a, like a uh, central big tech right. company project, you know? So, and, and yeah. you know, I, there's a little bit of that, I think with, um, star Atlas as well, but you know, the good things from those is you get a quality, really quality product. I mean, at least from what I'm seeing on the star Atlas, um, you know, the, the cinema quality is really cool. Yeah. So it's probably the same with sandbox. All right. So the fourth one that we had, and I'm going to take full, responsibility for this is Ethverse because I, you know, Ethverse was around, had been around for a long time. I had my gaming consultant, Connor, look at it, uh-huh. um, you know, about a year ago. And, um, you know, his point to me was, you know, that, yeah, this is uh, just a copy of, um, what was it a copy of? Uh, Minecraft. Minecraft, yeah. yes. And, and it was like openly just a copy of Minecraft, but we're going to, put it on the blockchain and, and I think let you, you know, have some ownership in, through the NFTs. But when we started preparing for this, I learned that Ethverse is gone with the wind. Yep. It is now called Merkle Network. And you go to the, the website and it says, you know, we've ceased gaming operations. They're converting into kind of an interoperability uh, thing yeah. called Merkle Network. I think you're, 
tokens that the Ethverse tokens that you bought were could exchange one for one with the Merkle token. Um, but but it is not a metaverse project anymore. So mm -hmm. I don't know what happened with people who bought land. If I, I think there was they were selling land plots. Uh, I don't know what happened with that. Um, but anyway, maybe somebody who knows can tell us in the comments down below. But um, anyway, so so Ethverse is gone. Um, maybe that's a cautionary tale. I don't know. Um, anyways, Ross, what do you think? Uh, you want to do some final thoughts on our metaverse summary of these three that we've talked about? For sure, Brian. I am I'm rearing to go. What do you say? What do you think? Um, so me first. Uh, yeah, or do you want me to go? I don't care. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. I think. After looking at especially these four, I know there's others, but we could I could safely say these are kind of the top four a lot of people are talking about right now, or at least I'll say the well, top, top three. three yeah. um, I, I think there's a clear winner, in my opinion, Ooh. a clear winner, and that's Decentraland. It's got, it's been out for a while. It's open now. I can go and play with it and have my hands on it. Yeah. I can get mana and go on and do and explore. Um, I am, however, you know, not to discredit sandbox in a way i'm very excited about sandbox and just like i'll tell you right now i'm getting on sandbox whenever i'm able to and getting on the walking dead series i mean i used to play a little um kind of like a walkthrough um game of uh zombies. the walking dead not zombies it was yeah it was it was kind of like a zombie game on xbox and i love i just love the walking dead and zombies so i, I yeah. can't wait to get on there and oh, do I like, like quest and stuff yeah go explore snoop dogg's world i mean I'm very excited about that, but man, Decentraland, it's out now. It's ready to go. It's it's more decentralized. And even though it's got that lag uh, lag to it, you know, when you op go into like a new um, kind of space, it takes a little while to render. All the buildings to load. Yeah. As a crypto enthusiast, I, I love that I have the peace of mind that it's more decentralized than, you know, a project like Sandbox. And, it, you know, it's not your traditional big tech. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. I, I really I really like it a lot. So All right. That's well, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, of the three, I would I would choose to participate, I think, more in Decentraland because it looks to me like you can go in there and kind of do what you want. Mm -hmm. And here's a bet I'm going to make you, Ross. I will bet you that if there's not if it's not there now, that soon there will be a game in Decentraland where you can go in and fight zombies. Okay. Now, I agree. It doesn't have the brand probably uh, uh, of The Walking Dead, so that's cool for the sandbox. But, anyways, that's kind of the thing about the Central Land is, and people can build those. You know, you can build your own game and put it on there and and charge uh, mana. And I don't know the specifics of how that work. Uh huh. But you know that'll be cool. And if there's a need for a a zombie game, it'll be on there. So I think that's cool. Okay. And for me, I kind of like the. Aspect. I was I was not a big gamer like you and my consultant Connor, uh -huh. uh, so I never got that into it. So I'd like a thing where I could just go and decide what I want to do, um, and it's it's sort of ready to go now. I don't think it's as busy as it as it will be, um, and then it'll be it'll be more fun, more to do. But I think right now it's it's got it's good to go. I think Sandbox is going to be uh, similar. Um, I'm concerned that Sandbox is going to be more centralized than I like. Um, on on Star Atlas, I think it's going to be fantastic for the space part of it. But it also seems to me like you're you're almost committing to a team 
um, which yeah. can be really good. It can be make it really good and really more fun. Yeah, maybe more immersive, I guess, for yeah. that world. Yeah, right. And uh-huh. you sort of feel a duty or a camaraderie. Um, but also think, I, I, and I may be wrong on this, but it just strikes me now as there's going to be sort of more pressure to do this or keep up with this. And for me, I don't think that's what I'm going to want. You know, for okay. someone who really Big wants an immersive, there. yeah, an immersive metaverse thing then that might be for them especially the space aspect of it could be really cool but but for me right now of these three um i like the central and the best and so you got me thinking uh one thing i I did want to mention about star atlas is that it almost feels it it is for sure a metaverse but it's different in a way it's not exactly like as open world or as decentraland or sandbox you know it's going to be it's more like it feels more like a committed game metaverse if that yeah. makes any kind of sense you yeah, know yeah so but, I, but, I am very excited about getting on and me too. Know, flying a spaceship around possibly right. getting killed right it sounds awesome. and I'll, I'll somehow <laughs> announce to my teammates hey don't count on me i'm not gonna be here all the time or something like that but anyway yeah. i do want to say though for all of these projects they are a hundred times better than the centralized you know we don't want facebook um, owning all of our stuff, controlling everything. I mean, that's the beauty of decentralization. We don't have that garbage. And you get to own it. And, and like we talked about earlier today, this is a real uh, way to see the value of NFTs. You know, we sort of look at NFTs now as, as artwork and, um, you know, bored apes. But this shows you, no, this, this shows me ownership of things. And I can take my skin with me and I can take my my weapon with me, um, you know, it, it, and we can own it. You have an ownership interest in these things. Anyway, all the central, all the decentralized crypto projects are better than the counterparts. So you kind of got me started up for a little bit. I'll just quickly say, I know a lot of people say they're not, they don't understand NFTs. They're not into it, but I think their scope or what their vision of NFTs are these kind of funny cartoon characters, which I think for me, I think that's cool, and yeah. we may be coming out with one. I don't know. Oh yeah. But, but I, you know, that that's just scratching the surface of the true utility of NFTs, and I yeah. think that's really showing, um, you know, in Decentraland, uh, Sandbox, you name it, really what you can do with NFTs and ownership. Agreed. Yeah. We went a little longer than normal today, but that's okay. We covered three projects. Yeah. Uh, we covered the metaverse, which is really big right now. We hope you all, you know learn something from this and we'll now go and check these out yourself because it's the future go forth and explore this is the future i like that statement yeah it'll be fun thanks everybody thanks everyone oh and quickly like subscribe comment on this video comment and like and describe describe whatever it is called tell us where we're wrong tell us what else we should know about these because we are do not claim to be experts exactly yeah tell us what you think and check out thecryptomasters.com your one-stop shop for all things crypto. Thanks, everybody.